Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Cosmic Compass podcast. Finally, I know. A lot of you have reached out asking when I was going to release or record episode three, and I'm really sorry because last week I kept saying I'm going to record tonight, and then it didn't happen. And then the next day I said I'm going to record tonight, and then it didn't happen, and so on. But I am here, I am alive, I am well, and I'm bringing you episode three. So hopefully if you're listening to this episode, that means that you've already heard episode two, which is the episode about karmic partners. Um, That episode was a little heavy on the astrology side. It was more astrology focused. And since I am on my healing journey, I also want to incorporate the healing aspect into my podcast. So this episode will be more about the healing side of things. So episode two, since it involved astrology, it was more structured. Anytime that I'm trying to teach or explain something, especially something, you know, like astrology, I'm more structured. I have a script. I don't want to miss anything. So I lay everything out beforehand. Since this episode is going to be more on the healing side, it's going to be more of a freestyle type of episode. I do have notes, but not anything too crazy like episode two. But okay, with all of that out of the way... Today, I'm going to be talking about apologies and boundaries, which are two very important components of a relationship that a lot of people either abuse or don't use at all. Okay, so starting off with apologies, I want to let you all know that you do not always have to accept apologies. It really depends on the level of disrespect that was experienced. I'm sure you've all heard that people say forgiveness is important for healing, but actually healing is important for healing. So, you know, people accept apologies all day, but are they really forgiving? And just because someone apologizes, are they really sorry? Like, are they though? Like, for real, are you? Are you really sorry? Most of the time, probably not. Even the people that are forgiving, like, they're pretending to forgive people because it's the morally correct thing to do when someone apologizes. But that's called toxic forgiveness. And it seems positive on the surface, but it can be harmful in the long run, especially when you forgive them, but the behavior doesn't change. So just so you know, you actually do not have to accept an apology before you're ready to. You need to take as much time as you need to heal from the wrong that was done to you. It's not your job to make sure they feel better, but it's your job to make sure you are healed. Forgiveness is a choice and there's power in knowing that you get to choose what you will tolerate. You get to choose what you will allow, and you get to choose what you deserve. 
And not accepting an apology, you don't have to be rude about it. It's not a rude thing to do. People need to get that out of their heads. It is not rude to not be ready to accept an apology. You can just be like, I appreciate you apologizing, but I need to see changed behavior before we can move forward. Or you can say, I'm not ready to accept your apology. I'm still hurt by your actions, and I would like for you to respect how I feel and give me the space that I need. Because sometimes accepting an apology is like saying, Well, since you said you were sorry, what you did to me is okay. So you can come back and disrespect me some more. Or you can come back and manipulate me some more. Or you can come back and gaslight me some more. You can come back and mentally abuse me some more. In my last relationship, we both gave in very easily. For me, it wasn't just with my ex, but with everyone my whole life. I just hate conflict and I always wanted to be on good terms with everyone because I cared if people liked me and accepted me. And also with me my whole life, I'm, I was always apologizing to people, always saying sorry, even if I wasn't really sorry. I was just saying it because I thought that's what they wanted to hear. Even if I felt like I didn't do anything wrong, I just always apologized. I say sorry so much still. I'm trying to get it out of my vocabulary because I only want to use it when it's actually meaningful, like when I'm actually apologizing. But something could happen that's not even my fault. I just feel bad for whatever happened to someone and I say sorry. And they're like, what are you sorry for? It's not your fault. And it's just something I really need to stop doing. But as I was saying with my ex, we gave each other so many chances to hurt each other over and over because we loved each other so much because of our soul ties due to our karmic connection, by the way. Um, For more on that, you have to go back and listen to episode two if you haven't already. But my love for him was so intoxicating. Everything was just so magnetic, like moth to flame. No matter what he did or how I felt after every condescending conversation where he would sit in front of me for like four hours telling me everything that I did wrong, everything that was wrong with me, everything I didn't do for him, getting upset and saying horrible things to me, calling me disgusting names. I just felt that it was better to have him in my life in some way than not at all. I just loved him so much and I didn't want our family to be broken. But what I would do every single time that I gave him a second, third, and fourth chance, I was giving him a second, third, and fourth chance to repeat the same thing. Meanwhile, he should have lost that privilege at the first chance. It's like, thanks for the apology, but I'm all set. No thanks. I'm good over here. It's hard because I want to so badly give in. I wanted to be like, yes, I accept your apology. But sometimes you need to be strong and you need to stop. You're supposed to evolve, not remain. So I didn't respond. And then a few days later, I got my period and I was feeling emotional and I couldn't stop thinking about him and the apology and how I ignored it. And I wanted to reply, but instead I asked my little group chat. I know 
all the girls have their little support group. Um, but I asked them what they thought. And that right there, the fact that I even had to ask for someone else's opinion is how you already know that the answer is no. Like if someone were to DM me tomorrow and they were like, I have this all expense paid vacation for you to go on all inclusive and you'll have a $5,000 spending budget and don't worry about work because your paid time off is already put in and approved and you don't have to feel guilty about leaving your son with your mom because we got you a babysitter. Would I then go to my group chat and be like, hey guys, should I go? Like, hell no, I'm not asking anyone anything. I already know the answer is yes. The answer is hell yeah. So like, I'm out. Catch me on an island living my best life for a week with 5Gs in my pocket. No need to ask anybody for anything. But yeah, basically what I'm saying is if you have to ask, you already know the answer is no. You're just looking for other people to confirm what you feel because you don't trust yourself. Letting someone back would feel good to your ego, but not to your intuition because deep down you know that you shouldn't. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, how often do we hold on to something because we love it so much? Not realizing the universe has something so much better planned for us, but because we won't let go of the past, we're not open to receive. The wallpaper on my lock screen literally says you can't reach for anything new if your hands are still full of yesterday's junk, and I just love that so much. Sometimes you have to let go of people that you love so much because you're with them for the moment because they feel good, but you could be without them and feel better or be with someone else and feel better. And you know that one day you're gonna look back and you won't feel this way anymore. Like a lot of times in relationships, people allow so much disrespect. Speaking for myself, I was like a revolving door with absolutely no boundaries. My ex didn't have boundaries either. There was just disrespect flying back and forth, left and right to each other and to ourselves and that leads us into boundaries in relationships a lot of people do not set boundaries or make it known what their boundaries are and if someone crosses a boundary but you didn't establish that boundary how are they supposed to know that they crossed it Boundaries mean you have a healthy relationship with yourself and a lot of people jump into relationships without any at all Majority of people jump into relationships without any boundaries at all. Boundaries are extremely important. In the end, you only have yourself and you need to protect yourself. Boundaries are limits that we put in place to help us assess what is our responsibility and what is not. And it also defines what our limits are. Boundaries teach people how they are allowed to interact with us, and when we set boundaries with ourselves, it teaches us accountability. Most women worry too much about being nice. They think saying no is mean, 
So they have to say yes to everything. And being nice can cause you harm by taking on too much while constantly putting other people first. And this is being a people pleaser. Setting boundaries will allow you to strengthen your relationship because they allow us to meet their needs while being able to meet and respect our own needs. And if you're in a relationship where neither one of you have boundaries, having a lack of boundaries can lead to emotional manipulation from both people, whether or not it's intentional. Like, just because your partner asks you for a favor, you don't have to say yes. You are allowed to say no. But it should be something that you communicate. Because if it's something that you're not comfortable with, that should be a boundary. If you've never expressed what your boundaries were, but someone does something to you and all of a sudden you feel angry or you feel resentment or guilt, most likely they did cross a boundary, but it's a boundary that you did not share with them. You did not let them know what that boundary was. But Boundaries don't need to be set right in the beginning. You just let them know like, you know, that made me really upset and I would appreciate in the future if you don't do that anymore. And there you go. You just set a boundary. Although people may find it easier to sacrifice their own needs for their partners just because you have a fear of upsetting them, You know, but if they ask something that goes against what you believe, something that disrespects your time, or, you know, forces you to sacrifice something important, it's okay to say no. It doesn't have to be in a rude way. No does not equal rude. And... This was part of my experience, but I've noticed also that, you know, sometimes your partner may place blame on you for something that they did, or maybe they're hurt or they feel guilty, but this doesn't mean that it's actually your fault. Don't let them try to push responsibility on you by manipulating your emotions. Just acknowledge their pain and let them know that you're there for them but also let them know that you will not accept responsibility for their actions they did what they did and that is not your fault and if you ever feel like your partner is talking to you with anger that is unjustified or their tone is disrespectful you are more than right to remove yourself from that situation. You just let them know that if they want to have a conversation, it needs to come from a place of respect and you will not tolerate their tone and the things that they're saying to you because you find it disrespectful. And it's really, you know, it's cute when you're a couple and... You know, everything is we, 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 us, us, us. But keep in mind that you're still your own person and you're not just half of a whole. You're your own person with your own interests, your own passions, and your own intelligence. And you're allowed to have a sense of self apart from your partner. So... 
An issue I always have is I'm very independent and I find it really difficult to rely on other people when I'm experiencing a tough time. And, you know, sometimes relying on your partner for certain situations, it's good to establish where your boundaries are there and what you do and do not want help with. Like, if you need financial help, that's fine, but, and you know, you want that from your partner, but you don't want them to butt in when it comes to family matters, then you need to let that be known. Another boundary that's good to establish is if you're someone that likes to be alone sometimes, you need to let that be known. You don't want to make it seem like you're pushing your partner away or something. You know, that's not your intention. It's just alone time is perfectly healthy and normal. And as I mentioned before about maintaining your own identity and sorting through your problems, like alone time is perfect for that. But if you aren't clear about needing space, you don't want your partner to feel neglected or that you're trying to avoid them. So like if you want to step outside and go sit in the car and just think and listen to music, just, you know, let your partner know that that's what you're going to do because you need some time by yourself just to sort things out in your head. And that's totally, totally okay. Another example of a boundary would be communicating when you're not comfortable with something. That's a big one that a lot of people just let slide, but it is so detrimental to you and to your self-respect because you're allowing someone else to disrespect you, but they're not even doing it knowingly because you never told them that. So like if your partner tells a joke and it makes you uncomfortable or if they cross a physical line, just something that makes you uncomfortable or something that you take as a trigger, you need to express that because how are they supposed to know if you don't tell them? And it doesn't have to be awkward or anything. You can just say, please don't do that. It makes me uncomfortable or I don't like when you XYZ during XYZ. Or if you're having a conversation and they're using a tone that you feel like is condescending, just let them know. I don't like when you talk to me in that tone. A big one I see with couples um, is actually having to do with setting a boundary with yourself. A lot of people change based on who they're dating. Of course, you know, you can change your mind about things if you and your partner discuss something and it opens your eyes to something, but just remember to always stay true to yourself. Don't feel pressured to adopt your partner's stance just because you're afraid of upsetting them. And setting boundaries isn't something that needs to be done on the first date. Like sometimes we don't even know what our boundaries are until someone crosses them, but that's when you can communicate what they are. 
But make sure it's in a calm moment because, you know, if your partner crosses a boundary, you don't want to be angry when you're establishing that boundary with them. You know, take some time to yourself. You can write it down and figure out a way that you want to say it. And it doesn't have to be right in that moment. You can wait for a peaceful moment or maybe after an apology. And then you can be like, thank you for your apology. Um, You can accept it, like I said, depending on the level of disrespect. And just let them know that in the future you will not tolerate that. And you also want to be assertive when you're setting your boundary. When you're stating your boundary, you want to do it clearly and effectively and that it's not a joking matter. Just let it be known that it's something you are not going to tolerate and let them know it bothers you and why it bothers you. And like I mentioned, find a peaceful and calm moment. You don't want to threaten your partner or speak out of anger. Let them know that you're setting your boundaries out of trust and love for them and for yourself. And you setting boundaries, well, you'll ultimately find yourselves closer than ever. Showing them that you're willing to set your boundaries will help them share their boundaries with you. And it's not something that happens overnight. It does take time and hard work, but it is one of the best things you can do in a relationship, in a meaningful relationship. There's a quote that goes empathy without boundaries is self-destruction and boundaries are only useful if you abide by them you can make a long list of what you will and will not tolerate but if you don't love yourself enough to hold true to those boundaries what good are they do you love yourself enough to walk away from someone you love so much but you know isn't good for you Do you love yourself enough to say no to things that no longer serve you? Do you love yourself enough to form self-discipline and get clear on your wants and needs? If the answer is no, then I'm sorry, but you don't love yourself. But that's okay because you can do the work to fix that. To love yourself is to do the inner work necessary that will allow you to set boundaries and abide by them. The universe will bring you the same situation over and over and over again until you're self-disciplined enough to learn the lesson and not repeat it. It's always going to be the same demon with a different face. It's going to be the same person inside a different person if that makes sense so yeah like you can eat healthy you can go to the gym you can get eight hours of sleep every night but self-discipline is the highest form of self-care All right, well, there you have it, the long-awaited episode three. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really sorry if the volume of my voice was fluctuating because since this wasn't a structured episode, if I forgot anything, I recorded and stuck it in between, and 
I had to move my place at one point because my laptop died and I had to get closer to an outlet and yeah, I'm just a mess. But um, on a happy note, therapy is going great. I've been twice so far and I'm learning a lot, obviously, as you can tell from this episode. But yeah, I cannot make any promises as to when I will be recording episode four or releasing episode four. I don't even know what episode four is going to be about. Um, I'm sure I'll figure that out. I want to try to release episodes weekly, but again, I can't make any promises to that because I tried that once and I skipped a whole week because I was very busy. But yeah, I promise to you know, push out content when I have the availability to do so. But no matter what, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you guys reaching out with your feedback and letting me know that a lot of the content is relatable and that's exactly what I'm here for. And I hope we can all heal together. And I hope you have a lovely week. We'll chat next time.